In today's market, it can be easy to feel discouraged after watching your account shrink every day after day after day. For some, this may even lead them to questioning, am I doing everything right in my investments? The great part about investing is that it really doesn't have to be as complicated as you have always thought or many have probably made it seem. I want to go through four steps today in this episode that you can make so that you can start keeping investing simple. While the market can't guarantee anything, these four steps, when followed, have shown great success in building an investment account that anyone would be proud of. Here we go. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror. Where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. Hey, what's going on? Hopefully everyone is having a phenomenal, phenomenal weekend. Uh, this is another episode of The Financial Mirror, and I could not be happier to bring it to you today. If this is the first time that you have found me, congratulations. Hopefully that this turns out to be everything that you expected, everything that you wanted it to be. Uh, and this is a place for you to come and really spin up uh, and stay knowledgeable on your investments today, but ultimately just your personal finances. So if you're listening to this on a podcast platform of your choice, thank you. And don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share on those platforms. And if you have found me on YouTube or Facebook, uh, thank you once again. And like, sharing, and comment is there uh, as well. So, so that is applicable for you as well. So uh, today's episode is coming at a uh, at a pretty relevant time, and and I, I have to say that I I snuck this one up. This one is one that I had wanted to do, and it's one that I think is now more relevant. And so I wanted to sneak it to the top and ensure that we were going to discuss this uh, in depth. And instead of uh, originally this was just going to be talking about how to keep investing simple i decided to make this an actual four-step process so that if you will implement these four steps i'm telling you you will be on your way to really taking off with your investments so without further ado uh, we're going to jump in and, and get this party started so in today's episode uh, if you are like many you are for sure looking at an account every single day and you literally start your day you hear about another down market uh, then you go back and you're like well let me look at my account and then you just sigh <laughs> because uh, it continues to go down every single day it seems like it's going down further and further and it you know we have to wonder where the bottom is uh, the great part about the market is no one knows so uh, we're going to get to that in a little bit in step one, but uh, no one knows, right? Like, no one knows where the bottom of the market is. Like it's it's a a movable goalpost that, that no one can really define. Um, but every day when you're waking up and you're seeing your account shrinking, especially if this is 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 hard earned money that you've put in, uh, it can definitely be difficult to look at this account and then see it just shrinking over and over and over again. Uh, if you are a new investor, like, and I say that because I, I think a lot of investors uh, or, or traders or whatever, uh, 
I think they got they got into it during COVID. I think there was a huge boom in, in the market in terms of uh, activity, uh, people getting involved in the market. And if you're a new investor, this might be the first you know bearish trending market that you've ever seen. Especially if you if you jumped in during COVID, and we've been on this just bull, just furious run straight to the to where it, it topped out at. Uh, or maybe you've been investing for a while, and this is something you haven't felt in a while, right? Um, either way, it, it brings out an emotion that uh, is, you know, it shows how emotional investing really is. And I think that's the part that that we want to get to. So looking at, at the screen, if you're watching this on, on, on video, but if you're not, if you're listening to this on the podcast, the market year to date is down 18.14%. Um, so 18%. So the, the market on average, this is the S and P 500 index that I'm looking at, uh, on average, this market is returning, uh, 10% a year, right? And we're down almost 20%. So you can see how that's impacting, right? Like you can see how, how it's almost like two years of gains almost in the other direction, right? Uh, and, and this is, and we're only in May, like this thing could keep going down. Uh, that's, that's the part that that's really, uh, hard to get your, your head wrapped around. Uh, but investing is emotional. And that's the part of this is that you see this every day in this, in this emotion, uh, you put your mind in this account and every day it's, it's either worth more or less. Right. And here recently it's, it's really just been worth less every day you're putting money in and it's, and it's worth less. So how do we combat that? How do we, how do we go through and say, okay, this is what, what I'm supposed to be doing, right? Everyone's told me I'm supposed to invest. Everyone's told me I'm supposed to do this. I'm supposed to do that. Um, how do how do we combat that? How do we really navigate that aspect of the market? And how do we ensure that what we're doing is correct? So uh, when these negative emotions creep in, and you're like, man, like I just don't know if I'm doing the right thing, uh, that can be tough. But but just remember that. Uh, most likely you are doing the right thing. And I want to say that up front. Most likely you are doing the right thing. And you're going to hear these four steps. And hopefully uh, it either solidifies that you're doing the right thing. Or if maybe if this isn't what you're doing. Or or maybe you just, you're not investing currently. And you're like, well, I'm just going to wait until the market um, hits a bottom. And then I'm going to start investing. Uh, well, we already talked about that. No one knows where the bottom is. So your ability to predict it is is as, as unlikely as everyone else's. Uh, but... What, what we can do is you can, if you're not investing currently, uh, this is a great time to jump in. This is a great time to start start this process. I know it sounds crazy, but uh, it's a great time to get started uh, because following these four steps, you're, you're, you're bound to succeed. So this is for all investors, no matter where you're at in your journey, uh, this information is applicable and can be applied to your life right here, right now. Um, today is, is a Sunday, but tomorrow when the market's open. Uh, so if, if you're hearing, you know, if you're hearing about other people making money while the market's down, uh, it's probably making you think, well, you're not doing something right, but have no fear. In today's episode, I'm going to cover the four steps that you can take to keep investing simple. What I want to deliver in this episode uh, is simply a guide. It's just going to be a guide that you can walk through step by step. Uh, these are, you know, they're not really sequential order. Like you have to follow these step by step. Um, but it's just how your, your mind's just going to flow, right? It, it so they, they kind of flow one after the other. Um, 
but they're 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 not like oh well you have to do this before you do this but you'll see you'll see you kind of do need to do one before the other and it'll all make sense uh, but if you do go through these four steps and you get started and you jump in and, and you get invested um, I want you to know that you'll be investing in a very efficient manner I want you to know that you will be investing in a in a uh, in a framework that has shown great success okay so without further ado I know you can't wait so let's jump into it and start get started with step one Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast today and you have a genius idea that you want to share with the world, Anchor is going to be the easiest way for you to make that podcast a reality. First, it's free. When you're thinking about your finances, free is always good. Second, save your money. You really don't need professional software to get started. Anchor's tools help you create and then edit that podcast right from your mobile phone or computer. Anchor's then going to help you by distributing that podcast to all the major podcast applications, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can then easily make money for your podcast. No minimum listenership is required. So Anchor, obviously, is everything that you need to make your podcast dream come true. I use Anchor to distribute out my podcast, and so should you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Once again, don't wait. Do it today. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor, that's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. So step one. Don't listen to what you hear. Okay. Uh, that's, you're probably like, what? That's step one. I thought, I thought we were going and we were going to the moon. Like, what? no, no, no. The first thing is don't listen to what you hear. And I have to start there because FOMO is a real thing. And when we're thinking about investing, when we're thinking about long-term strategy, the fear of missing out, it will constantly creep back in. So with that being said, uh, you've got to understand that you've got to understand that early on because that's going to affect you down the road. So uh, the biggest piece here is that every single person around you, whether you're in school as a student, whether you're at work with your coworkers, you're at family gatherings with other family members, no matter where you're at, someone's probably going to be talking about some new investment strategy that they're utilizing. Someone's going to talk about how they just got on this bandwagon and they're making a thousand dollars a week people are going to talk about all these things what i want you to remember is these four steps to keep investing simple keep investing simple it's not it's not it's not rocket science it's not something that you need people to go out and, and tell you what to do it's really not it's really not that so if people are telling you all these amazing things tell them congratulations tell them good job Keep it up, you know, whatever they're doing, if it's working, keep going with it. If they're happy with it, keep going with it. Um, because if there is a reward, there's probably a risk as well. So if they are getting these magical gains, there's a magical risk out there that goes with that reward. So uh, don't get caught up in that. Don't get caught up in it and start thinking, well, what am I doing wrong? I'm not getting $1,000 a week. Don't think about that. Don't think about that that mindset creeping in because uh, what you're going to be doing is working. And if these things are already things that you're doing as we go through it, uh, just know what you're doing is working. No matter what the market's doing, what you're doing is working. So when you hear all this, you know, all these emotions that we talked about are going to go through your mind. Uh, but I have to say this, I would be lying if I said that there are, that if you became more active in your investments and I say like you are 
constantly reading financial statements. You're constantly reading charts. You're being very active. You're you're trading. You're you're trading stocks. You know, uh, on a daily basis. Like if you're a more active trader, could you see more gains? Sure. Could you see faster gains? Sure. But that's not what we're doing here. That's not what we're doing. We are focusing on keeping investing simple. This is the the process that I'm going to take you through is you literally doing this hands off, no thought approach to growing your account. You're not going to have to sit there and read charts. You're not going to have to sit there and, and read financial statements. You're going to very quickly make an analysis that's going to benefit you in the long run. And then after that, you're just going to put your money into it. Like, is that simple? It really is that simple. So uh, I would be lying though if I told you, if I like, oh, if you do it this way, if you do it the way I'm going to go through, you're going to make as much money as the active traders. Well, maybe not. Um, maybe long run, they do come out on top. Maybe, maybe they, they start growing their accounts faster, but on the flip side, they also, they might lose everything that they've got, uh, while you're sitting there still building your account and growing your wealth. So, uh, this step four step approach is, is not a guarantee by any means because there's there's no guarantee except for that the market's going to change and it could change up or down but what i can tell you is that there has been this is a tried true method that if you will do these simple steps you will there's there's been multiple people that have went on to become millionaires doing this um and millionaire is a term that's thrown around and i just want to say that that you can grow a million dollar investment account um with very little knowledge, very little skills, very little anything. It's just following these steps. It really is just following these steps. So stick with me. Uh, but I wanted to start with this piece first because step two, three, and four, um, you know, like step one, if you, if you don't tune out others, it will absolutely make you feel like you're constantly being left behind. You're constantly missing out. You're constantly doing this. And that's not where I want you. That's not where you should be. You should understand that what you're doing is working. Keep doing it. Okay. So step two, uh, this is, this is the fun one. Step two is not that fun. <laughs> step two is stick to boring funds. Uh, if you read this quote by John Cage, if something is boring after two minutes, try it for four. If still boring, then try it for eight, then 16, then 32. Eventually one discovers that it's not boring at all. Uh, this investment strategy is boring. Like this, this step two, where I tell you to stick to boring funds, it's boring. Uh, it's, this is not going to be you watching charts, reading financial statements, none of that. You're not going to be picking the next hot stock and you're not doing that. Uh, when your coworkers are talking about all these great new investing strategies and trades, you're, you're probably not going to be involved in those conversations because what you're doing is going to be boring. Uh, but it works. And that's, that's the part that, that truly matters. So, uh, what are you doing? It, well, you're going to buy index funds. Like that's it. Like you're just going to buy an index or it, and I want, I don't even want to say index funds uh, with an S I want to say you buy an index fund, like you're going to buy a single index fund and that's what you're going to do. So, uh, why, why do that? Right? Like you're like, well, just one fund. That's all. Yeah. Just one fund. That's all you need. Buy an index fund and put your money into it. Right? That that's it. Like that's step two. It's boring, but it works. So buy an index fund. Um, why? Because first off, they have low fee structures. How do they have a low fee structure and why does that matter? Well, if you're paying money in fees, that's money that is not growing in your account. That's money that you're paying to invest, right? 
So these index funds naturally have lower management fees or they have lower overall fees. So the reason that they have lower overall fees is because they kind of just follow the market, right? So it takes less effort to manage them, right? They're not these like super actively managed funds. So those management fees are less, which leads to less fees for you. All right. So that's one of the, you know, that's a, a key component. If you pay, if you're paying tons and tons of money in fees just to be invested, well, that's constantly money that's going out of your account that you're, I mean, I guess you're getting it back, but, but that could be money that's growing. Why not just pay less in fees? So that's a piece that uh, I want to ensure that we discuss uh, because these index funds do have lower fees, generally speaking. Uh, the other part of why we're just going to focus on index funds is because they are naturally diversified. Like inside of that index fund is multiple stocks from multiple sectors, uh, varying technically in, in size a little bit. Um, so they're, they're, there's this built-in diversification. You don't have to buy oil stocks. You don't have to buy energy stocks. You don't have to buy tech stocks. You don't have to buy uh, whatever stock is out there that you are interested in, airline stocks. Like You don't have to pick stocks. You don't have to pick multiple sectors of stocks. This single index fund has a multitude of sectors completely diversified, um, and it just makes it, it makes it easy, right? It makes it simple. We're keeping investing simple. So when you do that, you are already naturally diversified because you have switched up all your stocks uh, into this one fund and you've spread the wealth across multiple sectors. The other piece is that a lot, a lot of these companies are large, reputable, and stable. And when that happens, when you have companies that are large, reputable, and stable, well, the great part about that is, is there's less risk involved when instead of investing in some small cap um, growth fund that's out there, right? There's less risk involved in these large, stable, uh, reputable companies that are built into these funds. So that's a that's a huge benefit. When we're looking at these investments, these index funds, these are three, I mean, huge benefits uh, that, that make it easier for you. So to get you started, um, give you just a place to sort of start looking for some of these funds, I looked up and found um, on bankrate.com a, a article labeled uh, 10 best index funds in May. Uh, first off, this isn't me recommending one of these funds over the other, so I'm not even gonna do it. Uh, but I also wanna say I'm not a financial advisor and this is information used for education purposes only, so use it as that. Don't take this as advising, financial advising advice or anything of that nature. Uh, but no matter which broker you use, you can see on this list that there is an index fund out there. If you use Fidelity, they have a zero large cap index. If you use Vanguard, they have the S&P 500 ETF. If you use uh, Charles Schwab, they have the S&P 500 index fund. Uh, there's another Vanguard total star stock market ETF. There's tons of index funds out there. Uh, you just need to find the one that's on the broker that you currently use and go with that index fund, okay? If you don't have a broker or, or you're not currently utilizing a broker, maybe this is a great place to start. Pick, Go look at these brokers and pick out which one's best for you and then go with the fund that you, you thought's best or base your broker on the fund. Go look at some of these funds, see which one catches your eye and pick and go with that broker. 
Uh, there's tons of ways to do this. It's really just you just need to pick one and invest in it. And that's right. Just pick one and invest in it. Uh, there's no sense in buying more than one of these funds. Like you don't need a, the Invesco QQQ trust fund and the Vanguard S&P 500 ETF. Uh, are they different? Yeah, kind of. Uh, I mean, they are different. Uh, the stocks that make up them are different. Uh, they do track two different indexes um but i mean there, there's some stocks that's going to be in in both so uh just pick one and go with it right like just just pick the one and go with it uh a lot of people follow the s p 500 as a as a as a general uh, index to track so that that's a good place to start look at look at funds that track the or you know that that follow the in, the s p 500 and and that might be a good place for you to start but look find a broker pick an index fund on that broker that tracks uh, one of the indexes and and go with it right go with it that's a that's a huge huge advantage is you just got to pick one of these and then you're just going to put your money into it right you're just going to keep putting money into that one single index fund uh and and watch it grow so number three on to the third step so we've been through one and two so number one uh, is don't listen to what you hear number two is stick to those boring funds and number three you are going to keep buying during ups and downs that's right buy low sell high and that what they all say buy low sell high well guess what you are uh going to buy low you're gonna buy high you're gonna buy in the medium you're gonna buy low again and you're going to buy just buy just buy the buy put money into that index fund over and over and over again so no matter if the market's down like it is right now keep investing if the market goes up keep investing uh that's 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 the goal here the goal is to buy during all all phases of the market ups and downs just keep throwing money at the account i promise you it's okay um because it has a long track record of producing positive returns over time i'm not saying yearly i'm saying over time and that's what we're focusing on so uh first thing when we when we look at uh keep buying the ups and downs is you cannot chase returns so when we look at those funds that i uh, provided to you earlier or showed on the screen earlier you can't go and look at those funds and be like you know well this year uh this one put out a 12 percent annual return and that one put out an eight so I'm going to go with the 12% return. Okay, good, good assessment. I got you. I'm with it. Uh, so you go and look, and or this, these are these are the yearlies, right? Uh, then the next year you look and you're like, oh, well, this other one now put out a 12, and this one put out an eight. So I'm going to sell off and I'm going to switch to the other one. Not a good idea. When you're picking these funds, the best strategy is to look at a 10-year history of the fund. Uh, most most really solidified funds have have been around for 10 plus years. They have a 10-year history. Uh, go and compare funds based off a 10-year history. If a fund has been able to sustain gains through 10 years, it's a pretty solid fund, I would say. It's a pretty good place to start. Go compare funds off their 10-year history. Now, when I say don't chase returns, that also means after five years of investing in this one that said it was going to get a 12% return, uh, it only got an 8% return, you know, and all the other ones are getting a 10% return, don't just sell because you're getting an 8% return. Everybody else is getting a 10. Uh, don't chase returns. Now, if 
the fund said I was supposed to get a 12% return, you know, 10 years, it was doing 12% return, and now it's doing a 4% return, and the rest of the market's doing 10. Yeah, you could probably switch that one, like, after five years. I'm not saying yearly. After five years, if you're like, man, this thing's averaging a 4% return, and it was averaging a 12, I mean, I might look at it. That's totally underperforming the rest of the market. Um, I may switch that one, but otherwise, I'm not just going to go around switching funds because mine's not doing as good as another one because the next year it might flip the next two years it might flip uh, so don't just go around chasing returns it's not worth your time just keep putting your money into that fund that you picked and watch that thing grow the other thing you cannot do as i've said this before is you don't try to predict the market you can't do it the only predictable thing about the market is that the market is going to go up and it's going to go down all right both are a change that's the only thing that you can predict is that the market's going to change and that's that's it so uh, when which direction it goes is out of your control. So don't look at that and don't try to control it. Just keep investing when it's up. Keep investing when it's down. Don't try to time the bottom. Don't try to uh, time, you know, oh, I'm not going to invest right now because it looks like it's at a high and it's about to come back down. Just just buy the put your money in the investment and just keep going. Don't think about this stuff. We're keeping investing simple. We're not trying to overthink this thing. Put your money in there. Every month, put a certain amount, or every week, put a certain amount. However you want to, however you go strategize to do this, just keep putting it in there a certain amount, and I'm telling you, you will win with your investment. Last piece, and this is my favorite. Step four is my favorite, uh, and and I can't wait to discuss it. But it is double your money every seven years. That's step four. Double your money every seven years, and you're probably like what the heck how is that a step what do i do with double your money every seven years how do i double my money every seven years well first off um every seven years it comes from historical return on funds uh it's a it's a it's a, it's a guideline so it's, it's a time frame that you can use as a as a as a good planning number but pretty much it it comes from the fact that historically if if the market returns what it does just over 10 percent uh, it takes you seven years to double your money. That's where that comes from, and that's why this is step four. So if you're curious, you're probably like, okay, so what does that mean to me, and how do I do it? Like, why, why, if the if it's just going to double every seven years, how is that a step for me? How is there something I need to do? Well, I think that it is completely a step for you, uh, and I'm going to show you how. Because whether you realize it or not, you are in control of how much is doubling, Right? If we break it down to its simplest form, you're in control of how much is doubling. So if let's say you have it, you build an account and you get it to $50,000 um, in, in your first year for easy math, seven years from now, that account would be $100,000 using this guideline. After another seven years, that's now uh, $200,000, right? That's sort of this time, this this uh, this this mindset, and that's where we have to really think about how this whole entire piece is. Is that when you're in control of how much is going to double? So if you only build that account to a thousand, well, that's going to double to two thousand, right? Big difference in fifty thousand to a hundred thousand. So whenever we think about this, and wherever we're like, okay. Uh, how am I control of that? Well, you're in control of how much money you're able to get into that account to double in the next seven years. So that your how big that account is, how small that account is, that's where you're in control. So every what I, what I want you to know is that this is all that's a time thing. You have seven years. 
how much do you want to double in seven years? Do you want that? Do you want that account to double to from ten to twenty thousand? Do you want it to double from twenty to forty thousand? What do you want it to double and then get to that number? That's your goal. That's your step four. Your step four is to grow your account by you putting money into it so that when that seven years is up, you are proud of what that doubled to. So the biggest piece is every single day matters when it comes to this. So if you wait to open the account, if you're not currently investing and you wait to open that account, this process is gonna take longer. If you wait to fund your newly opened account, this process is gonna take longer. If you don't make regular deposits into the index fund you chose, this process is gonna take longer. No matter what you do, this process is, you're, every seven years it's gonna double. Whatever you put in there, every seven years it's gonna double. So that's the the part that, that I want you to see. So if you're looking at this on the screen, um, you can see the 7.2 years is the is uh, is is the time frame for a 10% return and that's sort of where the 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 7 years comes from if you were able to pull a 12% return uh you're looking at about 6 years for it to double um but it really depends but what i want to show you is is at the bottom and this is especially uh, or, or to the right excuse me um and i'm going to try to walk through this for those that are listening on the podcast but this is a double your money chart and I think this is important, not for um, a lot of my my middle age uh, to older listeners, uh, not as important, uh, but but still applicable. But I think this is why it's so important that we teach our kids about money. And I think this is why it's so important we teach young adults about money. Because if you look at that doubling periods, uh, what I want you to realize is is ultimately the doubling period is is based off the rate of return. I got it, but let's use the seven for instance. That means that looking at this chart, you can t- it would take you seventy seven years for a thousand dollars to turn into two million, right? Looking at that chart, uh, it would take in seventy seven years a thousand dollars could turn into two million. So if you helped your child start invest or, or, or buying an index fund early on. By 77, they would have $2 million, right? With what you help them start. Um, but the the part that I, I, wanna, I want you to really look at is this is not them putting anything else into the equation, right? This isn't them putting more money in. This is, if you put if you put $1,000 in an account um, for a child at, 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 you know, at birth, that, that $1,000 would be $2 million uh, untouched in 77 years right and and that's the part that's that's the the mind-blowing part of this whole strategy is that this these are untouched amounts you're still putting money in all along these are untouched amounts and when you look at this chart and you're like okay in three doubling periods i'm able to take a thousand dollars and it be you know in in 21 years it's it's eight thousand well you know like that's not touched. You're still putting money aside and that's only being $1,000. But what I'm saying is, is this, think about those, those bottom numbers. Those are still only seven year increments. That's the part that I want you to realize. Those are still only seven year increments from $512,000 to a million $24,000 is in seven years. That's, that's, that's mind blowing. In the same seven years it took you for your account to grow from a thousand to 2000, your account grows from 512,000 to 1,024,000 in the same seven years, right? 
that's that's mind-numbing that 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 that's how it works but but that that is exactly how it works so I, i i say that because i think that's the part that that is hard for for people to realize it is it's truly hard for people to realize because it's it's backwards of what people want it's opposite of what people want but what you have to understand is that when you're doing investing you're investing for a much longer time frame right so the market that the what it's doing right now is a-okay you're you're buying on a bargain right like all the money you're putting in right now you are buying at a bargain if it keeps going down you're just getting a better deal and as soon as that market turns and it starts to go back the other direction all these cheap investing prices that you've been able to buy in over the past, you know, five months with that negative 18% downtrend uh, or year to date return, that's money that you're going to, you're going to get to, you're going to win on, on that. When that 18% recovers, you're going to win, right? So, so, cause the money, cause what you buy right now, if 18% recovers back to zero, what you bought, bought today would have an 18% return on it, right? You see what I'm saying? So, so that's the part that we've got to get to. And that's the part that we have to understand. That's the part we have to teach to, to young adults. We have to teach to children. We have to teach time and time again. And then as an adult, we have to live it. We have to show that we have to be that example because how, how we, how we invest, uh, is opposite of what we want. And this is the part I was getting to is that if you start investing right now, the time it takes for your money to grow is much slower on the front end, right? I mean, it's slow on the front end. I got it. It's it's boring and it's painful and it's not, it doesn't really move that much and it's hard to watch. I got it. It's hard to see that money. You're putting all this money in and it's not doing anything. But what I want to challenge you is look on that screen. Listen to my voice if you're listening on a podcast. From in seven years, an account grows the same amount or excuse me, in seven years, an account was able to grow a thousand to two thousand as it is able to grow five hundred and twelve thousand to a million and twenty four thousand. You see what I'm saying? Like it will grow fast in in another seven years. That million twenty four thousand would grow to two million forty eight thousand in seven years. So I challenge you. I challenge you to get on board. I challenge you to keep investing simple. This does not have to be complicated. Don't make it complicated. The more complicated you make your investment strategy, the harder it is for you to buy into it. The harder it is for you to keep going. The harder it is for you to keep doing it. So don't make it complicated. It doesn't have to be. Pick an pick an index fund that's boring, that has great 10-year returns, and go for it. Start buying it. Start, start putting money into it now. Like, don't wait. But you can see, these are an easy, this is an easy four steps. Don't listen to others. Invest in the boring funds. Buy the ups and the downs. And then double your money every seven years, right? Like that's the four steps. Like that's easy. It's easy to do, easy to follow, super easy guideline. Just don't wait. The biggest thing is just don't wait. Keep going. Now, uh, in the end, if you do all this and you keep investing simple, you will you will be grateful. The The market's going to um, be grateful for your long-term investment uh, and you will be a-okay with your strategy. So uh, get started now and you'll be on your way. Now, uh, as we wrap this up, uh, I wanna say thank you all for listening. Uh, but if you are ready to take control of your finances or you just need someone to help you along the way, I am here to help you do that. 
uh, head over to the financialmirror.org uh, and find find the 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 website and and click book now on the home screen if you're watching this live you can see it i just threw it up on the screen so you can see it the book now right in the middle of the screen if you're listening on a podcast just go on over uh and click the book now in the middle of the screen at the and get your free consultation taken care of i can do financial coaching i can help you with this investment uh, if you just want to look at at funds together i'll happily walk you through showing you where to look showing you how to navigate it um, and we'll get you started we'll get you started investing so you can take advantage of of that that power of doubling your money every seven years uh, in addition if you do want to show some extra support uh, to the stream head over to thefinancialmirror.org forward slash shop and you can buy some awesome financial mirror gear. So uh, head over to the shop, check it out, see what's out there that you would like and all of that, all of those products um, are, are priced, priced to cost and, and just are out there so that you can help grow uh, awareness to the brand and the community. Uh, more importantly, uh, if you are listening to this on the podcast, please don't forget to leave that five-star review and a written comment. Both of those go a long ways in helping getting this word out, helping more people find uh, this personal finance information so that they can get on their way to having some of the great success with their finances that you are. Uh, thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, and I am so excited to hear more about all the success that many of you are going to have following this episode. Uh, till next week, continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives. <laughs>